Hot rolling. And I'm here. <laughs> I could have done it oh, harder, but I didn't want to do that to people. That's ears. fine. You're just going to do a solo? <laughs> do a solo. Yeah, because you've never done that. Welcome to the yeah. E podcast. <laughs> so let's, let's fast forward to, <laughs> l- let's cut to all the clips of Dear just randomly singing on his own. Mm. But anyway. Go ahead and find those. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. Hey, guys. What's, what's going up? on, y'all? What is up? Well, I am Eric. And I am Dear. And I'm Mike. And, and we are here to do a podcast. Yes, we a are. Podcast about, I'm going to start off with some positivity. Positivity. Um, I don't want to call the guy out by name because uh, just because out of respect for his privacy, but mm-hmm. we have a, a friend who is a very, I guess, stereotypically very masculine macho guy who recently came out on social media with him and his boyfriend, mm-hmm. and he was saying how the idea of taking a picture or posting a picture of him kissing a man would just been like off the table as an option in the past, but falling in love mm-hmm. changed just, all that. Yeah, and I was, yeah. I was so, I wasn't shocked. I knew he was gay, so I, I knew that. I wasn't shocked that he was, but I was shocked to see him post it. And I was talking to right. Michael about the fact that, um, I think you, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but you said mm-hmm. something like that type of guy. Yeah. That type of guy. I mean, kind of what you mentioned already, he was, you know, stereotypically masculine. Um, he's very good looking, you know, very he, good looking. he's very athletic very and a closeted for life type. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. The kind it's, of guy you think we closeted. Yeah, for exactly. Life. It is, yeah. you know, we, there are a lot of people who we would characterize as more flamboyant right. who yeah. have been out maybe because they have to be in a sense of their mannerisms. Like they couldn't hide it. They wanted to, you right. know, but with guys like this, these are typically the ones that we used to run into on the DL. You know what I mean? Yeah, they were always definitely. hiding their sexuality. So for him to make such a bold statement like that, was was just really awesome. It's something it's and I told inspiring. Mike. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. and I think there the thing that I told him like it's like a Rosa Parks thing. Right. Rosa Parks was not the first person to refuse to get up off the bus. Right. Mm-hmm. But her image and the circumstances were perfect to make her a more po- po- potent source for change at that time. Right. right. And I feel like with this guy um, so many people have been brave for, for generations and come out. You Definitely. Know? Like mm-hmm. you listening, you might have been like, well, I've been out since I was, you know, whatever. And but I think that for the for the, there are a lot of guys who needed a guy like this to come mm-hmm. out, yeah. a guy who was so deeply like people in the people in the know knew what was up right. or whatever. Exactly. But um, like we know y'all ain't just best friends, you know, mm-hmm. but I think a lot of people just thought he was straight or were like unsure. But yeah. Somebody. Your your actions are so powerful, and I I know personally three guys who were also like the closeted for life type, mm-hmm. who told me that they felt emboldened by it. Like like if if he can come out, then maybe I could too. Like exactly. maybe it's, it's like it's it's like that's a trendsetter, you yeah. know. Like you yep. he like what they call him um influencers. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a social media influencer, mm-hmm. and um he is. And again, just out of risk because he didn't he did put it out there on social media, but I also know that he's it's still hard for him to even do what he did. So I'm yeah. not saying his name on purpose. Right. If you know who I'm talking about, then you know. But the overall thing is it made me very happy. Yeah. Me too. To see yeah, more was, people kind of get involved. It was a beautiful involved. thing. And yeah. I was, me and Michael talk about this all the time. And um, well, we've all three of us, we can sit in pockets, but love makes you bold. <laughs> like for a lot sure of people, does. like, because people say, how do you know if you're in love? Well, if you're a closeted gay dude, the dude that makes you feel like, I can't hide this because I'm so happy. I'm so proud of to be with this person. Mm, that's how you know. It is how you know. That's I mean, that's how to me. you know. He's your love. That's how you know that you love him. <laughs> He's your love. 
yeah, Some, somebody knows somebody that knows that movie. How do you know that you love her? That is my I'm shit. I'm thinking all crazy. <laughs> really, truly love her. Yeah, I'm switching so many keys. It's been a That's while. That's why I, 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 yeah. I haven't seen it in a minute. It's been but. a minute. I'm, I'm like I keep switching keys trying to find it. But if you don't know what that is, check out the movie Enchanted. I like Enchanted. that movie. Enchanted. Fantastic. Yeah. That's how you know he's your love. But you know, I I can relate to that. I mean, not to go into the whole story. We already talked about this. Yeah. And I know that my first time falling in love was catfished, but it doesn't matter. Still, the feeling, but it was, yeah. the feeling, was, there. The feeling yes. was there. Exactly. Yeah. And, and the I, person he presented himself to be was really awesome. It, exactly. was, it was. It was. And then exactly. I, I was in love after that, and that made me go even further yeah. in a good direction. You yeah. know. Yeah. So yeah. But let me just just clarify really really fast. When I said earlier that he's a stereotypical um, masculine guy, I did not mean that in a negative to what negative way. Everybody. I didn't take it as that. Yeah, just want to make either, sure. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. but you know, somebody somebody, somebody know, would have. Right. Right. What does he mean by that? Right. We knew what you meant. Right. You know, because there are stereotypical gender roles. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so like which I think is a a, a problem. Yeah. And you got you have people speaking out on it. But yeah, you know, we talked about that before, but black men are typically hyper masculine. Yeah. And this guy represents both black and Latino cultures. Exactly. And, and I, it's like a super it's like a double dose of extra macho hyper masculine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just know, I think yeah. just like with heterosexual people who come in many different personalities, yeah. many different shapes, looks and all that, so do we. Yep. You know Absolutely. what I mean? And I think that needs to be emphasized. And he's yeah. part of that part of that that whole thing. So Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And yeah. But love makes you bold. That's why I tell people when they're love like, I love this person bold. so much, but I just don't want anybody to know. I'm like, you're not really in love. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just yeah, exactly. in my personal belief, based on experience, yeah. When people are like, I love him so much, but I just don't want nobody to know. I just don't want to come out. You ain't in love. I'm telling you, I've seen it over the most closeted ass people. When you mm-hmm. really fall in love, yeah. it's like yes. you're like, I just can't. Yes. Like, I want I want somebody to know. Like, I love mm-hmm. this dude yeah. so much. Speak on it. Yeah. You know, speak like, on it. It just, it really. Wait, from Whitley Gilbert, from the mountaintops. <laughs> Whitley Gilbert. All right. Yes. She did say that. Yes. She did. In a classroom. The, I will be heard from the mountaintops. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It just really sparks like a sense of boldness. <laughs> You know, it and does. really diminishes any type of fear or shame. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And you just really want to share. Like, when you love, yeah. you want to share. So. Yeah. That's real. That's true. So, congrats to those two. Congrats. So, if your dude's still hiding you. Yeah. You got to question that shit. I'm not saying everybody's the same, but I feel I would really question just that love. Yeah. And there's levels, there's levels there are, to it. There's levels to it. There are levels yeah. to it. Yeah. Not, there, to say there they, are levels. not to say they don't care about you at all. Yeah. But it's, I guess nothing yeah. is like a, a solid, like all-encompassing rule. But right. just in our experience, nine times out of ten, yeah. if, you, if you're really in love, mm-hmm. and sometimes people mistake good sex or beauty for love. Right. But if you really, if you like just, I just know like I, at the time, the, the first time I fell in love with a dude, I thought it was a sin up until the moment I realized I was in love. And I was like, this cannot possibly be a sin. Not right. Right. We talked about it before, but in case yeah. you had never heard, like, I just know for me, it was just clear as day. Like, this yeah. is not wrong. Yeah. Right. Like, this is love. Like, it's not, it was a, it was a long distance relationship. Mm-hmm. I never cheated. Like, and it was easy not to, because mm-hmm. I was just like, at one point, especially in the beginning, I wouldn't see him for like months. Right. And I was like, but I, I know, like, mm-hmm. this, this is not a struggle. This, this is the one, you know? Yeah. And, um, yeah. So, so I, I get it. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. So then I have a question then in regards to love mm-hmm. and whatnot. At least Blank. the process of getting there. Mm-hmm. So I was asked, when is it? When do you know it's the right time to have sex during the dating process? Then. 
Because I know everybody's definition of that is completely different. Well. And by sex, you mean anything or just intercourse? Um, let's just say, let's say anything. I, I mean, outside like of like. oral sex? Yeah. Anything oral. involving genitalia. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Right. Because yeah. kissing, you know, is, yeah. I won't I, include that. I feel that it's, it's up, because whenever you feel it's right. You know what I mean? I think that it can be. <laughs> do, do you think it's, do, I'm sorry. Do you think it's a mistake to have sex after the first date? That's the thing. It can be or it can't be. And I know that's like, okay, Mike, you got to stay, take agree. a stance. No, but I it depends. You. You need, you. It, yeah, it really depends. Like, you know, some people can have sex and there is an emotional attachment, but they can still continue to be engaged. Mm-hmm. Some other people, they might have sex and feel like, well, I already got what I wanted and I'm not interested anymore. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It depends on a person. Now, to be even more transparent for myself, what I'm coming to know is that I have an easier time being sexually active sans intercourse. You know, um, and it doesn't have to have to be a strong, strong emotional connection, but something has to be there. But right. if it's intercourse, then if there's not an emotional connection, yeah. more than likely it's not yeah. going to be, be a good I was thing. nodding really mm-hmm. hard, but I realized that nobody can see me doing that. Yeah, but I, I yeah exactly. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't know, like, and I have to meditate on it more. I don't know what it is about when someone is entering you or you're entering them. And this goes for heterosexuals, too. It's just something really deep about that. Uh, you you know can I mean? literally kill someone by entering well, them. Well, that's true, too. Like you can, right. if For heterosexual couples, you yeah. can literally bring life into the world. Right. And for gay couples, if you're not careful, you have a high chance of taking someone out. Exactly. Right. You know, so yeah. it, you, you, it's a very vulnerable exactly. thing. Yep. Exactly. It's a very powerful thing. And it's a very... It's, it hinges upon a great deal of trust. It does, mm-hmm. and especially when you're dealing with anal sex, you know, whether yeah. you're heterosexual or gay, and you know that That's you what can't... I was trying to poetically... Allude. I know, right, I know. Right, right. <laughs> I know, I know. I was trying to be cute about Sodomy. it. Sodomy. Yeah. Right, right. And, 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 and I, right, exactly, exactly. And, and I feel like, you know, the more emotionally connected you are, then the more sensitive and aware you can be in the moment. Yeah. Because I have been in situations where the emotional connection may not have been that strong, and the Say other person was not I'll able... Yeah, the other person was not able to really understand, okay, what you're doing right now is not feeling the best, but you're not really reading me because you're not really connected like that. No, exactly. Or even vice versa. I might have been the same to that someone else, you know? And so that's a little bit different. But Mm -hmm. I think as far as when to have sex, it depends on when you feel like you're ready. I agree. Yeah, I I think that especially, especially for gay sex, right? like... Especially for the person who's the receiver. Exactly. Your feelings. Right. Mean the mean a world of difference as far as if it's the most amazing experience ever or yeah. if it feels like rape. Yep, exactly. Like even if you are a willing participant, it it will feel like rape Absolutely. if you're not really. Yeah. If you're just doing it just to say you're doing it, just to say you're at. No, nah, like if you don't have, a, if you're not truly right, and and if you don't have, and as is the top, just to be whatever, just I'm trying to talk around it for no reason. Yeah, um, like you can't just like you said. I've been on both sides. I've been the one who's just like, well, I think the first my first times having sex with guys. I was just so excited to be having sex right? that I think they were so experienced that they handled me well, so mm-hmm. to speak. But I think I could have really hurt. Yeah. And I probably even caused them some pain because I was mm-hmm. just trying to, I was treating them basically like they were women and they're not. Right. You right. can't just run up. In, we talked about this before. You can't just run up into a guy. Right. Yep. And I was basically doing that because I, I hadn't had a lot of experience with guys. Right. I was just going in. And also I didn't, like you said, because there wasn't that emotional connection. Mm-hmm. I didn't really, I don't say I didn't care. I didn't want to hurt them. Right. But I wasn't attuned to them in that way. Right. Exactly. Yeah. No, I feel you. And speaking of being attuned to them, that just made me think of another aspect when we said first date. Mm-hmm. I think also it depends on when the first date happens. Like say you, you're out somewhere and you meet someone at a bar and they're like, yo, you know, let's go out sometime. 
well, you just met them, so you, may, you don't know that much about them. But let's say you met someone online, and y'all been talking for months and months and months. The emotional connection could really be built up then. Yeah. And by the time you have your first date when you meet in person, then y'all might be ready to go right to it, mm-hmm. you know? So it just depends. Yeah, that's true. I would it say, really too, you have to ask yourself, what is your motivation? Because yeah. I know guys yeah. that's true. who, they give it up mm-hmm. because they feel um, they're trying to to lock the guy down. Yes. And they have such a low sense of self-worth. Right. People of, of all sexual orientations can, can fall victim to this kind of thinking. That's like, true. Like, yeah. I got to give him something to keep him around kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. And I, I've dated guys who I could tell were doing that. Mm-hmm. Right. And I was like, nah, right. you don't got... I've dated women who I could tell were doing that. Like, they, right. they felt like they had to give me... Something. Yeah, like yeah. sex or something sexual or else I wouldn't stick around. Yeah. Because they didn't think enough of themselves. Right. So, like, if you just really, really want to, if you're like, I just... Maybe I find this guy hot. You're an adult. Go for it. And, you know, I, I encourage you to be smart. Mm-hmm. But you have to ask yourself, like, are you selling yourself short? You know, right. are you doing it because you yeah. feel like mm-hmm. you have to or you feel pressured or you feel like I really like this guy, so I got to keep him around and I'm not good enough without my... Because we have a mutual friend, all three of us, who leads with his sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's quick to put a dick in his mouth. Yeah. Which is fine. This is fine. Go enjoy. It's not It's not the fellatio that's the problem. It's, right. You, it's the reasoning. It's like you're doing it because you're afraid you're not enough as being who you are. Right. And it's you doing it within hours of meeting a person. Right. And that's a problem. That is, yeah. yeah. If, <laughs> if you're not genuinely motivated, if you're doing it because you feel like I got to do this to keep you around. Right, exactly. Even when the person is like treating you like crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then you simultaneously, you, you keep mentioning how you want to find someone for you, but the the very behavior hasn't changed. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Hmm. Speak on it. Mm. Speak. And continuing that, so okay, so let's say you know they date, they mm-hmm. have sex, everything's great. Yeah, they in a relationship now. Mm-hmm. They break up. Sweet. So, <laughs> another question that was asked in the same vein: How do you guys feel about dating your friends' exes? Is that <laughs> no? Is that a hashtag good thing? No, it's messy. Look out, Michael Arnold. Okay, how I feel about this. is it we not talked, okay? We talked. We talked this in the past. I don't. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember why this. Why did we talk about this? I, I, I can't in remember. case you're wondering, sometimes I'll mention I talk about this. With, I've known Michael longer, like yeah. just more years, and so there's certain experiences I've I've had that he knows about. That by the time I'm at the air, they had passed. Mm-hmm. But I really feel like that is the, the only reason why I would ever see it as justified is if you met the person's ex and didn't know it was their ex and you fell in love or something. Mm-hmm. That but is if the kicker. De, if Dier broke up with someone and I knowingly went after that person, that is messy boots. Like it that is, is so, yeah. what do you think is going to happen? Right. Like, what, what do you really think is going to come out of that? Like for all the people for you to choose, if you pursue that person, I think that's a problem. But if yeah. you just if it just happens like organically, then sometimes you can't control it. But and no, I've actually been true. in that situation before yeah. where I met someone, you know, that I didn't know was right. a friend right. of mine's ex. Right. Like I just didn't know at all. And mm-hmm. um and we dated for a while and then we found out we mutually knew this person and we were like, Well what like what do we do? Do we tell them? Do we mm-hmm. not say anything? And we ended up telling them. And that's what we were just yeah. talking about before the podcast yeah. started about and this is friends, but how I I met this guy Aaron mm-hmm. and Years later, I found out he we, he was best friends with another friend of mine. I didn't yeah. know, yeah. and yeah. No, nobody dated. But I'm just saying, like it's like I so it's real to meet someone and not know that you have yeah. that yeah, connection. No, it is. connection. It is. And they're like Absolutely. really tight, and I had yeah. no, I had no idea, you know, until now, like later on. Had I known prior to that, no, right, it would have right. been a no right off the bat. Yeah, I I know for me, first of all, I agree. Uh, it's, it's definitely a no, and I'm basing it off my own emotions and my mm-hmm. own feelings and knowing my attachments to people that I've been attached to, you know, and to 
to visualize in my mind <laughs> that you're now moaning and sweating oh, you know and what? just they're doing stuff with you that we mm. used to do. It's just like, oh, and if you and if no. you want to go through with it, you know, go for it. But we we can't be friends. Yeah, you know, it, rem- it reminds <laughs> me of right, exactly. It reminds me of what was that movie? Um, The Wood or something? The where best he, man. The best, best man. man. Yeah, it was. It sure did. He was trying to have sex when he kept seeing. Oh. Right, yeah. exactly. He kept seeing. He kept seeing um, Who's the guy? I don't like yeah. him, but he's uh, he's a handsome guy. More chestnut, more, but Morris Chestnut kept seeing. Oh no, oh, the other uh, guy, uh, Tay Diggs. Tay, Tay Diggs. Diggs. He kept yeah. seeing Tay yeah. Diggs with his wife. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. I have felt that before, so I get it. I get yeah. it. Um, now, on the flip side, kind of devil's advocate a little bit. Mm. It also is kind of it, it's weird. Like, there's a lot of gay people in the world. Obviously, <laughs> there's a lot of gay people, but at the yeah. same time, like when you form friends, it almost seems like people know people. You yeah. know what I mean? It's That's like true. If, if you run in a circle and you're single then the chances of you meeting someone who has been with someone you know or of another friend could, you know what I mean? But that's still but not that's, you seeking that's it different. out, though. That that's is not different. Right. That's, that's I also different. think exactly. another that's exception different. I could think of, like, yeah. somebody dated an ex of mine and they were trying to apologize. Oh. And, it, and it was a girl. But I was like, look, I was 17 <laughs> years old. Okay, yeah. that, So I was that, like, that, it was right. no kind of serious. Feel free, girl. Right, like, right. Go for it. We yeah. had, like, sex, but it was, like, teenage sex. Right. You know, like, so it was, it was yeah. like, it wasn't, like, no real... Yeah, you know, she was like my girlfriend at school. You yeah. know what I mean? Like we weren't like together. I'm talking about that yeah. real yeah. relationship. But, right, that's you know, different. Y'all that's went different. through a couple yeah. years together. Yeah, like if you just yeah. casually dated somebody one time and it was nothing, yeah, whatever. I think. I mean, that's hella awkward. You have to use like, some judgment. Yeah, you, know? you, you do. You do. Some, there, there is a little bit of gray area depending no, on the th- yeah, there is. But as far as a relationship, I mean, because I still think that emotions to some extent can still linger. Yeah. You know I mean, why would you push your friend through that? You Especially know I mean? like if, if, if it was somebody who I knew, like if dear, and I keep bringing you up because you're right in my you know, mind. Whatever. It's, like, it's, but if, it's okay. If it's, no, knew, <laughs> if it's somebody who I knew broke dear's heart. Exactly. That would be so fucked up for right. me to go after that person. It would. Right. Like, and, it, and I knew that dear was crying over him. Or something. This ain't based on nothing. I'm just saying, yeah. like, but like that would be so messed up. Like, and it I've would. seen, I've seen. That and some people justify. People. It. Some it people would. will yeah. do it and justify it and be like, "Well, y'all not together no more." So that's I true. can. And I'm just I like, can. "Wow, how I could can. you be so?" Nah, that's disgusting a that's a quick that. way to ruin friendship. It, it sure is. Yeah, that will never corrupt the power of three. No, yeah, no, it sure won't. won't. <laughs> it won't. Guaranteed. And, and to be honest, one thing I will say, and this is like zero shade. If y'all have had somebody before, they're not attractive to me anymore. I don't want nobody after y'all. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, like, no, I know exactly what you mean. I don't want mean. somebody who's going to be comparing me to Michael in my head. Yeah. Like, in, in my head, they're going to be comparing me to Michael. They're going to be comparing me to Deer. I feel you. I don't want no. I don't want nobody sloppy yeah. seconds. Yeah. yeah. I just don't. Well, I will. Yeah. No, yes. Yes. Now, I might give someone a little taste. If they, if they find enough, you know. <laughs> you know like, what? Let me see if I can one-up Eric. Let me see if I can one-up Eric. <laughs> I'm a little bit flexible. Let me see if I can one-up and I'll play. <laughs> No, but I feel you though. Yeah, that's true. But he can't do it like me. No, <laughs> yeah, right. no but um, that's that's crazy. No, I have I, I've thought about that too. The comparisons. I don't think we've ever because yeah. and we have we have a lot of mutual friends and we yeah. we know each other long enough to have circles in. Right. I don't think we've ever had anything, and we've had guys who've tried us. We talk about that a lot. Yeah. We've had guys who literally have tried us one by one. One yeah. by one. Yeah. And and one it's just. We won't and call t- you I out. Don't I, worry. No, Don't sweat. Won't. Stop sweating. We, yeah, we, we won't. It's, I'm not even mad. I'm like, hey, you know, hey, go shoot your shot. Yeah, shoot <laughs> you know your shot, know? right. Yeah. But True. I think one thing for yeah. us, like if we know, like, I, I know one thing that's happened more, than, more often than not is that 
especially and I'm not single anymore, so it doesn't even apply to me. But right. but at one point, like if let's say a guy came on to me that I thought was great, mm. and then Mike would be like, "Oh, that guy's been all up in my DMs." I'm like, "Uh, never mind then," because right. <laughs> even though y'all never dated or anything, yeah. I'm like mm, he went to Michael first. I'm not gonna be sexy. <laughs> right, and and that's happened a few times, <laughs> right? Where like in every kind of combination, like, well, actually, they was in my, they they tried to holler at me first, like mm. last year, and like, oh well. No. Right, right. <laughs> I think none of us want to be like second in line. Yeah. It's like a thing. You're next <laughs> in line. For a miracle, right? Yeah. Definitely not for a relationship. Oh, no. Like I said, sometimes oh, no. sometimes my standards we drop a little bit if it's just a little playing around, but no. Nothing, yeah. But still, nothing I think serious. it would never be somebody that we've had like a real relationship. No. Yeah. There's no. only one. I don't even know if I'm thinking about it. There, there are people I know that we've. All thought were hot, and maybe one of us might have played with, right. but yeah. nobody that we've had, yeah. that we've had like a serious relationship right. with, and then yeah. the other one went in and like did Swooped whatever. Yeah, like, no, I'm like that do be... this now. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How trifling that would that's be. Trifling. That is trifling. That is so trifling. trifling. <laughs> Some people trifling think that's okay, but you know, but you it's know, not. and this yeah. kind of brings me into whatever. This brings me into the next topic. Stuff like that. I think for one, I don't think it's a gay man thing. I think it's a man thing. Mm-hmm. Men are very driven by their sexual impulses. Yeah. Not that women can't be, but I think men are not only biologically, but I think culturally we permit it a lot and we excuse it a lot. So men feel justified. I yeah. And I think a lot of men across the world don't feel like they even have to attempt to exert control over themselves. Right. You know, um, because they feel like, well, I'm a man. So this is what, but I feel gay men, especially because of a comp- black gay men, because of a combination of low self-worth, because of um, just being a man, yeah. and because the, the circles can be small, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we tend to, it tends to happen a lot. And when I first started, um, I don't feel like I'm a part of any quote-unquote particular lifestyle. I feel like I live my life differently than yeah, most people in the world. Right. But when I first started being around more gay black men in like inner city areas, mm-hmm. part of what made Christian Eric feel like this is wrong was that. Cause mm. I feel like it felt like Sodom and Gomorrah kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like everybody's just going for everybody, mm-hmm. yeah. and I was like, "This is just wrong. Like this is just yeah. Um, yeah. It made me feel like this this has got to be wrong. But everybody's not like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. a, a lot of guys are, and I think there tends to be a bad rap in the, the gay community mm-hmm. because you see it a lot. But I think that um, straight men are the same way. It's just that women tend to be like a balancing force, right? Because straight men just will jump, jump, jump. Not that women don't. Stra- straight straight men do it sloppily though, right? Yeah. Um, because I have brothers and I have uh, cousins and I have friends who are straight and I'm not saying any particular person I'm just saying I've, I've grown up seeing stuff mm-hmm. and straight dudes be just as bad mm-hmm. oh, yeah. it, it's not a mm-hmm. sexuality thing I think it's a gender thing yeah um I think men are just are like that they yeah. are you know hella aggressive sure yeah but um <laughs> so speaking of Christianiness, mm. <laughs> like we've mentioned a few times so far mm-hmm. like Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Growing up, and I'm not gonna read Growing the whole message. Should I read the message? I feel like I could just paraphrase yeah, you it. Could probably yeah, paraphrase. I'm not, gonna, um, not gonna say their name. So, long, so you might have noticed that, and y'all filling any gaps if you feel like mm-hmm. like I'm missing something. Mm-hmm. That we, I'll speak for just myself. And so, because I'm not, I don't want to project anything onto you. Uh, we've well, we have been accused of mocking the Christian faith, mm-hmm. and um and joking about it to the point of being insulting. Mm-hmm. And I'll say for my own self. That is something I'm entirely aware of, mm-hmm. and I'm not. It's not my intention to hurt anyone, and that that's not the case. But I, it's kind of like I feel like I survived my Christian upbringing, mm-hmm. and I do feel, and we can all elaborate in a bit. But I do feel like 
the black the Christian church and the black community is holding us back in a myriad ways. Yes. I do feel like there is such rampant hypocrisy is the the black church has all but become a joke. And I feel like for a black gay man to fight to be a proud Christian, there's always self-hate involved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um without exception, based on my experience. Yeah. It doesn't mean you're a horrible person. It doesn't mean it means that you haven't either there's stuff you don't know yet. You're literally ignorant in the sense that there's still so much you don't know yet about the faith you claim to have. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's stuff you don't know yet about yourself. You haven't fully learned to love yourself. And the only way you can actively pursue a devout Christian faith is if you still feel ashamed or hateful or fearful of of a part of yourself. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, yeah, for me, um, and it's kind of an extension of what you said. First of all, if I've mocked, and which I have, I have mocked the things that I feel have been detrimental. Yes. I've mocked hypocrisy. I've mocked marginalism. I've mocked um, when you've condemned someone. Yes. You won't hear us mock when Christians are loving each other and doing things to help. We're mocking the things that are tearing us down. Right. Exactly. exactly. No, you're right. I'm doing it again. Sorry. But it's true. So there, there has been heavy mocking critique for what we would categorize as church behavior. It's, it's almost church social culture. commentary. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 the church culture. Now, yeah. now of course, there's been times we went even deeper. The church culture, that's yeah, what it is. Yeah, We're the church culture. Christianity right. is black church culture. Right. right, and there are times that we have, we might have talked about some scriptures and be like, well, this doesn't make well, sense. Yeah, so now that's, that's another true. thing, but that's still a critical analysis of the text. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yes, there are times that we have done that, but I think it was totally appropriate. And to be quite honest, some of my best mocking abilities have come from the church. Because in the church, Boy, we've mocked everybody that. Else. Exactly. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I don't understand why a lot of people tend mm. to think themselves as com- completely pure, right? Knowing that they come from the black church culture, right? Yeah. Nobody is pure. Please no. don't, don't don't feed me that. And, no. and I want to yeah. emphasize: right. none, none of us exactly are on the outskirts ridiculing from just observation right we've been, we've in, been in it, it. yeah michael has mm. a master's degree in theology michael was a minister yeah i grew up with my father being a pastor my grandfather being a well-known mm-hmm. pastor um and a part of the civil rights movement we like we all grew up in the church mm-hmm. devout my demarcus is, i don't want to throw his family out there but demarcus's mom is a devout christian like we, we all grew mm-hmm. up in the church our early experiences right. as vocalists exactly. and artists were in the church, in the church. Yeah. Um, my, michael's been on tv mm-hmm. with gospel artists like right. on the bobby jones gospel like you know <laughs> like one of my one of my most successful independent artists released songs was won't be afraid it was a christian song mm-hmm. right about my love for jesus yeah. so it's not like the thing is and we told the story before and i don't want to totally rehash for our long-time listeners i don't want them to be like oh this again mm-hmm. but in case you didn't know the abbreviated version i hated myself to the point of um being on the brink of committing suicide to change myself i um saved up money to be to partake in exodus ministries and ex-gay ministry and to make a long story short my experience with all of that really woke me up to a lot of that that exodus ministries is now defunct a lot of the people who are part of that have yeah. left as gay yeah. yeah they left with each other they yeah. um they issued a public apology a mea culpa saying that we were wrong for trying to do this and that if anything we've caused more depression and more suicide yeah. as opposed to um mm-hmm. helping people mm-hmm. but I was all the way committed. When me and Mike first became friends, it was on some let's be straight together mm-hmm. in the name of Jesus mm-hmm. type shit. Yeah. You know, we, so, but we both had, and all three of us, cause, and then once, once I met D'Aire and started hearing the stuff he went through, then I was like, from again, all of us from family, from friends, from church people who claim they love us. Yes. Yeah. And um, it's just like, 
I feel like I didn't, I feel like I found, I, we've talked about this before, so I hate being redundant, mm. but it was hard to be, ironically for me, it was hard to be truly loving in the church because the church told me, I feel like the church preached a lot of hate right. with a thinly veiled as love mm. right. and the whole, um, like love the sinner, hate the sin. Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah. I really hate that saying. I really hate it. It Exactly. Actually, I remember a very harsh example of something that I learned. Well, I didn't learn, but Mm -hmm. it it taught me a a lesson while I was at church. Mm -hmm. Um, One of my friends in church, he was gay, flamboyant, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. And um, he'd been dancing or something the night before and then came to church the next day. He sat close to the the preacher's wife. Mm she very quickly gathered her things mm-hmm. and very dis- had this disgusted look on her face mm-hmm. and moved to another pew. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting in the back just observing this, but mm-hmm. me being in the closet at that time, mm-hmm. um, you know, looking at this, I was like, why would I ever want to, to have anybody know that I'm, I'm gay? Like that, that right. terrifies me. Exactly. Because what if they treat me like that? Right. So it's, it's those little itty bitty moments mm-hmm. that, absolutely scar a person and big moments like we have yeah. friends well, I guess that is, actually is a big and moment we have yes. friends who've been Fuck kicked out of their yeah. homes right. we have right, friends right. who've been kicked out of their homes their parents are right. pastors how many times have y'all heard from people you know personally that when they came out their Christian parents mm-hmm. many cases ministers and there's some people I know now I'm trying to obscure it on purpose they literally said I'd rather you have every girl on this block pregnant than be gay. Mm-hmm. Which makes no sense. That makes None. no sense. None. That's that's None. the black None. Christian culture. And that's worthy it's, of being it's, mocked. It's it's worthy yeah. of being mocked. It's it sure a hierarchy is. of sins. Right. It's not even following the word you profess to believe. And like Mike said, at times when he's pointing out scripture, pointing out scripture, instead of getting your feelings hurt, contest the scriptures on right. a scriptural basis. Right. And you might find like, oh shit, this stuff they said was true. Right. The thing is. If, if the only way to believe it is to turn a blind eye to the many hypocrisies and the many untruths, mm. then you have to ask yourself, is this even worth believing? Right. Just because it's super comfortable and you grew up in it, that's real cute. Yep. Mm-hmm. But if it's hurting people, mm-hmm. if it's hurting people and upping suicide rates right. and create an upping depression rates, especially amongst your fellow black, gay, and, and queer brothers and sisters, mm-hmm. you know, if it's making you hate yourself and incapable of living your full life, mm-hmm. making you avoid your opportunity for, for love, yeah. Yeah. then is it really serving you? And is it really like, is it really, it's so funny how like, I know I've been places where the pastor would get up and preach against gays, People like Donnie McClurkin, I'm going to call him out, mm-hmm. would point out, like, there was an issue in D.C. I don't remember all the details. I might have to Google it. But Donnie McClurkin came up here and outed a whole bunch of teens at a church. Mm, it which, was a big thing. And not even knowing for sure, outed kids he thought were gay. I was like, dude, mm-hmm. what it's are you damaging. doing? Oh, no, baby, right. what are damaging. you doing? <laughs> you know, right, like, right, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what are you doing? And I was like, this is, meanwhile, Donnie McClurkin, one of the meanest, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and, and most arrogant. You know, if you ever interact with some of these, and I, th- I know for me, a big part that broke it for me, a lot of my early vocal coaching career, a lot of my first celebrity clients were famous gospel artists, mm-hmm. and they were the worst people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's not all gospel. I have a, a handful of gospel artists, and they know we talk about it all the time. And I have a handful of gospel artists who are sweet and genuine, but the bulk of the gospel artists I worked with were crazy because mm-hmm. it's all ego. They were in anointing, unmerited favor. Do you know what unmerited means? You literally did nothing to earn it. Mm-hmm. So when you're given this entitlement, it's like, we always hear about like white male privilege. Mm-hmm. 
a lot of gospel people have like a black gospel version of that. Mm-hmm. It's like when you say, "Oh, I'm favorite, favorite," they favorite. got a divine privilege. It's, yes. it's, it's like divine. <laughs> yes. It's even worse because you believe that literally God picked you out to make you special right. over other people for no reason. Yep. Yeah. Just because you're you, which is sweet. If you think it's good to feel special, right. but not more special than others. I've, mm-hmm. I've worked with clients who are like, they put me last on the program. Don't they know I'm the Prince of Gospel? Exactly. Anytime I see Prince of Gospel, anytime I see, Audis. I feel like I want to mock that. The <laughs> lack of humility. The fact that there is a, a Sunday's best, a performing competition gospel show to compete with your gifts. Yeah. I want to mock that. When people mm-hmm. wave money in the air at yes. collection and literally have um like ornate seats and mm-hmm. titles and falsely prophesy i want to mock that because it's blatantly against the word you claim to believe i feel like and one thing one thing people have learned from talking to all three of us if you're going to try to come at us on the word then be ready right you best be ready ready, we probably know it way 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 better than you because one thing that i went through yeah. That made me such a devout Bible student growing up was I was trying to find a way to make my existence okay. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And so exactly. I had more motivation. And still did not succeed. And right. For me, studying the Bible growing up was a matter of life or death. Yeah, it yeah. was. And, 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 it was. And, and life beyond. Right. And death beyond. And so I That's had this, this I, people say, oh, you going to grow up to be a minister like your daddy. No, I was trying to find a way to make sure that I was going to like not burn in hell yeah. for the rest of exactly. life. Because and that's th- pretty much what we were told. And nobody that even fear. tried to teach yeah. anything different. Mm-hmm. Like, God loves you so much, but if you turn Except, away from him, right. you will be you punished eternally. You'll be burned weeping and gnashing of teeth. Yeah, you'll be away. You'll be in utter darkness. It's it the worst thing ever. It was love offered with like, right, love offered with like a list of conditions. Yes. A list you know of, I mean? it's someone unconditional love. No, it's I like love so, much so much conditions. But, but only right. if you do these things. And it's like right. I said, like if right. you're in, right. if you're in like if you're like Bangladesh or someplace, and you hear about the girl who refuses the man's hand in marriage, and he throws acid on her face, you say, "Oh, what an evil! What a horrible thing!" But God is literally doing the same thing. Well, I offered you, you know, to wed me as the bridegroom or whatever, yeah. and you refused me, so now I destroy you. Right. That's right. not unconditional love. No. no. Parents can have a child that turn away from them, and they'll still love them better than right. that. Yeah. Human parents. Yeah. Right. You know. Yeah. Like. We were talking about relationships earlier. I have I have exes that have effed over me, and I've and I have more love in my heart toward them still, and more forgiveness. Yes. Right. You know? Exactly. And so, than that, right. I don't want to see. There are people who've hurt me, and I don't want to see them punished forever in eternal fire. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. Exactly. <laughs> and and I'm and it I'm just a, makes no and sense. I'm a right. and I'm a flawed human. Right. You know. So like, yeah, that doesn't make I, sense. I don't even think, and I'm using this as an extreme example. I don't think like even the Donald Trumps of the world like deserve like horrendous you know like there are people who are just assholes and idiots you yeah. know i think cause a lot of harm yeah but i yeah. don't think they deserve an eternity of pain but god is flames. jealous god, he's jealous don't, and don't how know. come god is imbued with all these traits that we say are no one that we're not supposed to have it's right. like there's so many contradictions and things but that he made us in his image though yeah what happened for me was and i've said this before but what happened for me was when i started really reading the word and taking Ooh. classes in college on the origins of the story and how many mm-hmm. other messiah stories there were before ours right and 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 how our canon came to be and all the books that were left out because they made women look too powerful or this yeah. or that and um when i started re- re- learning about how our bible came to be and the fact that there were unicorns and dragons in the 70s in our bible yeah. and how some bibles say this and, and how there was no word for gay yeah in our bible and and how there was no Hebrew, Greek, Aramaic word for, for that. How that was new. And so, and, it, and learning all this stuff. But and it's I, in there now. 
You get yeah. your brand. If you get your brand spanking new Bible, that new living translation. Exactly, it's in there. But they took the but they took but the dragons and from? unicorns even, out. Right. But they took the unicorns out, <laughs> and I take issue with that because I like a a, a Christian unicorn. And they and would the, they would say, of course we do. <laughs> right, right, right. That's right. Right. Never sure do. Never would have it. Right. But anyway, um, but my point yeah. is, our point is. This is like this is mock worthy stuff. Yeah, it is. This is stuff worthy of being mocked, worthy of being challenged. And if yeah. you're not challenging it, then either you think we're not telling the truth, in which case I recommend go and research and you'll find that we are. Right. And if you still want to believe it, the only way to keep holding on to this stuff after you know the truth is to literally decide, I refuse to think. I'm going to follow this for no other reason than that I've yeah. been raised to believe it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the same thing. And that's, that what, and that's, that's what Nazis and that's did what, following But Hitler. that's what made us all question. Yeah. Right. It's like, why are we following? Like, what is the reason other than I've been raised in this? Yeah. What, you know, what, it, what, yes. what am I getting out of this in my heart? Exactly. What do I believe in my heart? And if, you know, if I know all these things are against me, then what the fuck am I doing it for? Because no, the thing is, you have to understand that bro. not questioning throughout history, not questioning shit is how white people felt it was okay to enslave blacks right. and yes. how Nazis the felt it was okay to throw Jews into ovens yeah. and by, by just following blindly. Yeah. Blind faith, if the only way to believe in something is to make yourself blind and to make yourself deaf to truths and to make yourself dumb to truths, mm-hmm. then oh my God, like what, if, if, what faith is, what, what omnipotent, all-loving, all-perfect God can't be challenged in any way? Right. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. what? Right. Like you have to put him in a bubble, and like cause I know we talked about this before too. I was told growing up, I've heard not so much from my father. My dad actually encouraged us to learn about different things, but I would hear the old folks say, "Be careful with all that learning. You'll learn yourself right out of your faith. Right. Study yourself right out of your faith." <laughs> what the fuck? So the, you know, book brains is one of the first things they do. I get to keep bringing up Hitler and stuff. It's like the the low blow go to thing for like liberals, but mm-hmm. like, but that's what they did. They burn books. When you yeah. want to keep people oppressed, let's do a book burning. Yeah. Right. Read your so history, can people. Knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you have to literally mm-hmm. like and understand that you're Christian canon, you've had books taken out from Why you. Why do you think they right. didn't allow us to read, to learn how to read? But right. but they would proctor us while we were in church. Right. As long as we were reading that Bible, reading yep. reading the scriptures. And even about the Bible the slaves, that the white people had access slaves, to exactly. was, was Bro, curated on, to include right. certain books and omit others. Right. You know, Mary Magdalene looked a bit too strong in that one book. Let's take that shit yeah, out. There's just so too much stack against what the what the Bible stands for, in my opinion, mm-hmm. too much stacked against it. So and there's like no reason said in for me the to past, believe it. Right. I feel like the I feel like we're being a this is semi or rerun of a past episode. It, it is, but and the and we apologize you, to to the veterans. Yeah, <laughs> we apologize to the veterans. But I feel like the fact that you asked this means that you couldn't possibly have really heard that past episode. Right. Yeah. And I feel like what you're really afraid of. I feel like the fact that you even asked this and the way you asked it you suspect some of the things we're saying are true mm-hmm. at the very least. I think the fear is that you can't be spiritual without this, that you can't know God without this, that you won't be protected without this, and that there is no afterlife without this. And the thing I want to tell you is that study and learn mm-hmm. and like, <laughs> like modern day Christianity is not the only way Christianity is practiced. Nope has ever been practiced throughout history. I encourage mm-hmm. you to look into Gnosticism, mm-hmm. look into Buddhism, look into other... It's, it's such an arrogant view to think that you're the only... This is the only way to think that... Mm-hmm. You, this doesn't cut off your path to God. 
Like not. it's whatever. I don't claim to know all the answers right. to what, but I know it's not that. Right. Right. You know, I exactly. know that there's something wrong with that. Right. You know, yeah. so I'm not saying don't believe in any God. I'm not. And Christians didn't invent morality. It doesn't mean you can't have your own moral code and follow things that, you know, that reminds think, me of something Steve Harvey said. When he was like, how do you like, ba- what do you base your moral compass off of if you don't believe in in Christianity, King Kuhn like, himself. No wonder. Right, right, I think for a lot of black right. people, it's so interwoven to our culture, and you were kind of brainwashed to believe that it's either Christianity or fall into a life of debauchery where you get addicted to drugs and die of AIDS. Right, and that's just not true. Right. right? You know, I, I remember I used to have nightmares when I first stopped going to church and stuff mm-hmm. that I now realize it was just my mind. Yeah, because yeah. I was like, oh my God, that hedge of protection is going to be removed. Right. Mm-hmm. I thought. I kind of I was raised to kind of think of God like if you didn't follow all these rules he was your enemy and because I was born wrong and I wasn't and I hadn't fixed myself that you know these things were gonna like it was a test like it was a test exactly every time something bad happened like I remember the first I I would date guys and if I felt myself getting feelings I would stop because like if I was dating somebody and one thing one bad thing happened like let's say I was dating somebody and I felt and I got the flu I'd be like God is trying to tell me or Mm -hmm. like I said in the past past podcast. I was dating a guy who I fell head over heels for not only in love, but I was really infatuated and he really hurt me emotionally. I, my thinking at the time was this is God's way of showing me mm-hmm. like straight people don't get <laughs> their hearts broken. Mine, wasn't, mine <laughs> wasn't even that deep. I could have masturbated the night before. <laughs> then the next day ran out of gas on the highway and said like, see, God is punishing me because I masturbated the night before. Like I put everything back on sin. It was a mess. And what's so funny is when was I was having sex with women, because I had sex with a lot of women in college, right. not because I loved them so much because I was trying to force myself. And it was hard. Yeah. No pun intended. It was hard for me because I had to try to, it was, I had to tell us in the past, but I had to really work myself into it because I had to go through this whole ritual. It's almost like being a porn actor. Like I had to yeah. really, I couldn't masturbate. Like when I had girlfriends, I had, I had a rule, like I could not masturbate because I needed, I needed to be full yeah. in right. order to be stimulated. <laughs> yeah. And I had to really focus on right. the sensations. Like I had to really, I had to really work myself up and do all these little tricks and stuff. And she had to like grab me a certain, grab my dick a certain way and suck me a certain way and it had to be graphic, but it, it had to be very specific and I had to like really, fo- I, would, I never imagined she was a man because I heard guys say that before. I never did that, but I had to really kind of mm-hmm. like zone out. I couldn't be present and keep it up in that sense because I was, I was gay. Yeah. But, um, right. but it's funny how when I was having sex with women, I never once thought God looked disapprovingly on it. Right. Never once did I have a nightmare. Not. Never once did I think it was wrong, even mm-hmm. though, I was, I was still fornicating. Yep. Well, it, uh, maybe because it wasn't reinforced when you were and, like, cause, Because in the church culture, right. I was never taught it was. Like, there were people in my family, and I'm not going to give the whole story, but for certain reasons, there were people in my family who knew that my younger brother Marcus was having sex. There were people who knew I was having sex. Neither one of us was married, and they knew we were. And, it, and at, at worst, we got silence, and at best, we got encouragement at times. Of course. Yeah, of course From the same did. people who would go on and yeah. on about how wrong homosexuality was. Right. Because for certain things, God has understanding, yeah. and God forgives. But for yeah. other things, all of a sudden, because there's you're no choosing, mercy. Because you're choosing to be gay exactly. all the time. I'm right. just choosing to fuck these girls three times a week. Yeah, right. You know, and that's right. fine. Totally different. Exactly. Repent, move on. Totally I'm good. different. Right, exactly. And, that, and that, those are things that are worthy to be uh, analyzed and then mocked. I and I would see yeah. churches where... The pastor would preach about how he would have no sissies on his choir and stand and stuff. I'm like, you realize the dude, your choir director is gay as the fuck. We can all right, see it. Yeah. We can all. And then, and then, like, I've been at churches where, excuse me, during my vocal coach career, the choir director is really talented, 
Mm. Um, it's, and it's, let's be real. It is like 80% of the time a flaming gay choir director. Mm -hmm. um, whether he believes himself to be flaming gay or not, we know. Right. Like, clearly queer. Of course we do. And, and, <laughs> and, but they'd but they be good, though. Oh, they yeah. Could, they could oh, transpose a song in a billion and five keys they in a exactly. second. And sing, and sing soprano, alto, tenor, and especially soprano. Right. They could do it all. And I'm not hating on somebody for singing soprano. I can do a mean soprano myself if I Me want too. to. But the point is, I've been in situations where... The person either left, isn't gone to a different church, or died. And the way people would talk about them after it was all yep. over. Mm -hmm. Like, once that they were no longer serving them with mm -hmm. their talents musically, well, I have to, like, I, what, this is how I really felt, blah, blah, blah. But when they were making that music and bringing in them members of for course. that money, yeah. nobody had no problem. The money. They could yeah. turn a blind eye. Yeah. Yeah. And then once they're not around no more, whether they're just geographically distanced or have uh, crossed over, mm -hmm. then suddenly everybody want to say with all the tea. Right. And, and I, it's just... It's just like I feel like don't play like you don't know. Yeah. Like can it's, we stop playing? Yeah. Like stop playing, man. <laughs> like it real. just it burns me up. No, like, it, it it's it like, I'm telling you when stirs I came, up the blood. My father's a minister <laughs> and when I came out it 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 affected my father and my younger brother Marcus's spirituality forever and they talk about it all the time because what they were basically told about a gay man I was the antithesis of. Yeah. So they were like, "Well, I can't mm -hmm. hold on to this these thought patterns." Mm -hmm. If like they for one, hearing me, they knew it wasn't a choice because I had gone to leaps and bounds to try to change it when I was right. younger. Yeah, and right. ain't nobody more disciplined or few people more disciplined than I am when I want to do something. Right, mm -hmm. and so um, starving myself to save money, like 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 not like not buying groceries and stuff. So that I could have the money for these ex-gay programs and buying the books, and you know, mm. me and mine, we was reading them books. I know on how to and how, on how it was really your father's fault that I she know, was gay, right? And how you know your dad didn't hug you enough and stuff right. like that. And that's the reason. And that's it was, the reason. I just I it just accepted it and moved on. <laughs> you better than me. But the thing is, too, I, like, I really no, I desperately no I can't fight this. I wanted I wanted to be liked. I wanted to be liked. I wanted to be accepted. I've obviously yeah. grown well past that. But at the time, I desperately wanted everyone to like me. I wanted to be accepted. And most of all, I really believed the shit and I did not want to burn in hell. Yeah. Right. Because I thought that this all loving, all powerful, all kind God could love anything but me. And that message was loud and clear. Yeah. Yeah. And whenever people say, that's not what people teach. Y'all, come on. Don't do not do it. Yeah. Don't do it. Y'all y'all know. Don't pretend. Don't, don't yeah, pretend. The majority are. Unless you're, in, a, unless you're in an affirmative church. And right. Well, yes. Like, yeah. they're, they're, like, like affirmative yeah. churches, there's a couple in D.C. Yeah. Yeah. But I never seen one in New Orleans when I was growing up. They might exist now. And they might have existed. I know we I have know. some in Dallas for I've sure. I've been to really? many churches. Yeah. Yeah. And when I first started coaching in New York and DC and LA and stuff for like gospel artists mm -hmm. and, and Atlanta, wasn't no, wasn't no positive affirmations regardless. <laughs> right. No. But the thing is, you'd have the queeniest. Yeah. And the thing is, some part of the reason why I think I hated working with gospel male artists so much, because I'd have these flaming gay, bitter, repressed, mm -hmm. angry. They didn't even know why they was angry, but have an attitude, be bitchy as the fuck. Right. They wouldn't even know why. It's like, because nigga, you can't live your life. Right. You can't live your life. Mm -hmm. And you hear, you hear getting engaged. Mm. I said it. I'm not naming names. You I know, know some of y'all say we got inside jokes, but we, we have industry knowledge that yeah. we cannot always publicly speak on. And I'm right. sorry. Just trust and believe. Mm -hmm. There are famous gospel artists and people like, but they have a, they have a wife. They do. But they would hit on, but we, they would try to ask us out, ask right. our friends out. Yep. And we know famous ones, yeah. mainstreamly famous ones who claim not to be gay no more. Right. Or, or claim to have always been straight right. in some <laughs> cases. And right. we know the truth. Right. It and is. it is what it is. And like you can, 
She could be as pretty as she wants to be. She could be as fine as she wants to be. You can have as many muscles as you want to get in the gym. Mm -hmm. It don't mean you're not gay. You can you could put on the the drag as much as you want. Right. We know what's up. Exactly. Yep. I mean, a lot of that stuff. It just makes it seem like a big circus. And the thing is, talk about it. Not saying that there isn't any good. So if you do find good in Christianity, then embrace it and live it. But also pause for a second, investigate what we're saying, and then see if it's true. And you know, in many ways, it is true. You know what I mean? And then so that should bother you. I can, think that should bother any person. I want to right. touch on one thing because I know that – I know you can definitely relate, Michael. I don't know how you feel, dear, but one thing – just to – I have to have some sympathy and calm down my vitriol and my passion to say, look, like you, there was a time – in. And I will say the person who posed this question, you were actually pretty calm. I meant to say that. Yeah. They oh, were yeah, really yeah. nice. Very, very they were very, nice. Very, very nice. You were yeah. very balanced. I'm probably far less calm. And than he, what. he kept saying he didn't want to offend yeah. and all that. Part yeah, of, part of you the, didn't. Part of the passion yeah, is not to you specifically, but to the, the, the principles. And, the principles yeah. Yeah. and so yeah. one thing I could say is there was a time when I was in, my thick, in the thick of my Christianness and in the thick of my self-hate. And anybody questioning the Bible or questioning God or my relationship with God, I would go off yeah. and attack verbally. Yeah. Not not physically. Verbally, I would be on Facebook like, and you need to know. Because right. there would be people who, me me and Mike both had friends. And like that was around the time we were both trying to coach each other in straightness. Right. And we had friends who would question it. Yeah. You had that one guy who was very like proudly atheist mm-hmm. and very challenging. Mm-hmm. And looking back, a lot of stuff he said was made sense mm-hmm. and true. He was a dick about it. <laughs> he was. But... Like, there would be people who would say stuff that I now know was pretty true. Yeah. But I was just so mad because I just, I wanted to believe this. And it had brought me, at times, being real on the positive side of it. There were times when my faith and in, in my Christian faith had brought me so much comfort and so much joy and so much peace. But I'm going to tell you something. I'm not without those things now. Right. I yeah. still have joy and comfort and peace. I'm a very spiritual being. Mm-hmm. I just don't specifically adhere to all those ideals. Right. And I'm not just going to take whatever people have spoon fed me just because my grandma or my dad told me something. Exactly. Right. Like, I need to know God, what, what the universe, what God or the creator, whatever granted me mm-hmm. is a fucking brain. Yeah. Right. And I'm going to challenge some shit. Yeah. Right. Amen. I'm not just going to blindly follow whatever. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm going to ask some questions. It's called discernment. Research. Ironically, right. I do believe in the gift of discernment. I do too. And I do believe all three of us have it. Mm-hmm. And we use it. We deserve okay. it. Because I, th- okay. I mean, you think, about so many, you think about so many other things in life, you don't just blindly follow. Like, right. when You're else going, in life is it, you, is, it, is it wise to blindly right. follow? Exactly. Like, at what it other never, point in life it, is that a that's virtuous not a thing. Dream? That's yeah. not a thing. It's not a thing. <laughs> so, yeah. No. It is so one, not a thing. It's one of the biggest gripes I've had, at least from my experience being in the church, is that we weren't taught to think critically. It just was not there. Like, and what you know, other just accept things. When yes. else in life are you told, you know what? Don't think about it. Just blindly just follow it. because yeah. everybody else is just, doing it. Exactly. Right. That would be considered idiocy in any other situation except for your eternal salvation. Right. Your where you're gonna <laughs> your eternity right. is the one moment you're gonna choose to turn your brain off mm-hmm. yeah. and engage in groupthink and follow and follow the crowd yeah. or follow yeah. what you were raised to believe. That's and I, the moment. And I get it that you don't want to feel ostracized by the. You know, the people that you grew up with or your family, your yeah. friends. I get that. So let's tell people raised in the Ku Klux Klan and Aryan Nation to just go along just with their families. Ex- yeah. Right. L- let's, t- let's tell right. people who were raised in like, you know, um, like the, 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 the what do they call the, the more extreme forms of Islam, the, the outer sex, those periphery yeah. extreme forms of Islam who were raised in that. Why don't they get to use that excuse? Okay, I was just raised in this from the time I was little. So don't expect me to question it. Exactly. Like oh, we expect everyone else to quote unquote wake up. Right. But you don't want to challenge your stuff. Right? Yeah. It don't work like that. Nope. You, and I encourage you, anybody listening to whom this applies, be strong. Like 
you have be courageous enough to you don't have to live a life i tell people all the time like i just love they say i love god so much no you don't that's not love fear of retribution is not love nope. mm -hmm. you're afraid of what's going to happen if you leave mm -hmm. that's not love that's right. fear right. fear is not love you're also Even afraid of, says that. you're right. also afraid of what people are going to think about right. you yes. shame is not love right. nope. shame is not love Mm -hmm. Fear is not love. Love is love. Mm -hmm. And the Bible, even one thing I agree with the Bible, the Bible goes on and on about what they think love is. You and know what? And a lot of it, that's it, a nice little passage. It's, 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 a, a, cute, it's a cute passage. It's a cute, passage. It's a cute little passage. There are, some, there are some little tidbits in there. There's some little nuggets. That, and yeah. The gag is a lot of the stuff that about the Bible that I think is noteworthy and worth using, people don't seem to read. At they all. Don't. <laughs> they don't. At all. Right. There like, are that's of, the parts people want to skip. There are over. a lot of concepts that I can get with. And ironically, some of them are also in other religions but anyhow true that ironically like pretty much rule. all of them <laughs> yeah. except for the part about jesus is the, the only, only way. way right yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. the only thing yep, yep, yeah yep. so yeah so but. so it sucks to be anyone raised anywhere else where they're not taught that right so fuck your life yeah. so that's crazy <laughs> sorry brown people in, in remote parts of the world right your life is just over because you didn't grow up with this right like yeah. burn, burn for eternity right yeah mm. so it's just it's just crazy but well, that's that's my encouragement <sighs> it's just a to really keep studying and, and if you pray and pray, really study you do, like yeah, really study. actually read no it's read. definitely I as mean, opposed to you know like that oh, fear is strong yeah, it is and it's i know people don't like strong. i don't people don't like the term brainwashing you can whatever term you want to put on it i used to hate when people say that but looking back i was brainwashed. yeah i mean if, if you were taught this and this is instilled in you from a very from, young age from with birth eternal consequences right wait, how is that not brainwashing the thing is, what is it the thing yeah. is that i tell people right. it's like it, it wasn't done with malicious intent. No, I think, not at all. I no. think my parents, my grandparents, my family thought they were doing right by me. Yeah. You, you bring the kids, the baby, the baby ain't even can't even say a word yet and just sprinkling water on his head and praying over him stuff. Right. And so, and I know you think you're doing the best thing, but my whole thing is I was taught a set of beliefs at a time when I had no defenses. Right. Yeah. I was accepting at face value beliefs given to me by the people I trusted most. Right. And I had never challenged the merits. I had never challenged the merits of those beliefs mm -hmm. until I got older and I started to be like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> like, right, you know, right. like yeah. what yeah. am I blindly following? Am I only following this because I was raised in it? Like, mm -hmm. why? And like, am I like, what do I really? I think one thing that I've said before, the reason why Mike and Deer I'm so close with in the wide, there are certain, I've had people ask me before, who I have like decent relationships mm -hmm. with and like how come we're not closer friends and I tell them you're not introspective enough right. mm -hmm. you're not mm -hmm. the people who are my true friends which is a very small handful of people yeah. are people who can be so real with themselves mm -hmm. and think critically and 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 acknowledge uncomfortable truths yep. right and I feel like if you can't do that I can't even I can't fuck with you like mm -hmm. when you like when you're like mm, I'm gonna ignore this shit because I'd rather be comfortable right I just can't like I can't do it like, yeah. and yeah. it's not that I'm perfect it's not that they're perfect it's just right. that you gotta be willing to challenge shit. Mm -hmm. Like, even if it makes you scared, even if it makes you uncomfortable, like, I'm, like I said, the reason why I, I'm not um, a pure Gnostic, but the reason why I identify with Gnosticism is that search for the truth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And through through intuition and study. And I, I'm at the point now where I want shit to be revealed to me. And, and I do believe in, that there, I do believe there's more than what we, 
know on this earthly realm mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and I, and i've had that that's a whole other podcast as far, as far as the reasons why if you go back to our podcast on the shadow people even stuff like that yeah right. it gives me pause. which we will bring back like, up soon because worldwide yeah. people and i've been reading more about that again yeah. lately that's I've been a, another spiders. little documentary <laughs> oh lord here we go <laughs> But I have I, new documentation right. on that. I feel like there are other like dimensions, whatever metaphysics, all that stuff is right. like God, you know, the universe, whatever. I think there's so I think there are truths that many religions have perpetuated that I think there's truths to stuff. Yeah. Do I think that it's wrapped up perfectly within the package of modern day Christianity? No. No. Yeah. I don't. I don't mm-hmm. think that they own the rights to all that shit. Right. I don't either. I, I don't. I agree. And mm-hmm. so like, you know, it's now I'm like, God Talk to me directly. You got my number. Mm-hmm. You know, right. talk to me. Definitely. Don't tell you me you ain't blocked. What other words you got? <laughs> <laughs> you ain't blocked. He ain't blocked. Like <laughs> right, exactly. Or she, or it, or, it, or, or it. whatever the fuck. Right. Or the collective consciousness. Exactly. Because you don't know. I don't. I ain't claiming to have all the answers. Right. But you know, this planet is tiny compared to the universe. Exactly. I don't know what's out there. They don't know. Look, <laughs> I don't know. Shit. I remember, ironically, um, one of my choir directors said that, and this is in a oneness Pentecostal church, mm. and she was like, uh, it was doing a choir rehearsal, it was really, really casual, yeah. and we were talking about death and stuff, and it was just a couple of us standing around, and she was like, you know, I know this is what we believe and we hope, but we really don't know. You don't. And well, out of all really the things don't. that have stuck out in my life, that's one thing that stuck <laughs> with me, you know, because that's not something you would hear, especially if you, You're for right. those listening who know about oneness Pentecostals, oh, no, we don't talk like that. Yeah. You know, no. absolutely not. Like, it is Jesus, Jesus, Jesus only. So for her to say that and have that awareness, it was a vulnerable moment. And I think a lot of more, peop- a lot more people, if they could acknowledge that they feel the same way, then they can grow more. You, you have know? to have that direct, fiery communication with God as a Pentecostal before you can even do <laughs> right. Before exactly. you can even take right. on one of the jobs. Let right. me hear them tongues. Right. You're supposed to know because he was speaking through you. Right, exactly. Shut speaking about through you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But one thing I was going to say earlier, really, really fast, not to go back into it, was that there's some scripture I think it says something about... Um, study that word and show that self-approved or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But even that concept, you know, just think about doing that on a larger scale. Right. You know, study beyond the Bible, other texts and stuff, yeah. you know. And, and I, know just, it's, I know it's scary. It is scary. I it know is. it's scary. But if, if anything, but it if could either you, strengthen your faith. Exactly. Or it could take if, it in another direction. If you're, if you're strong in but your it, faith, feel free to to actually go out and, exactly. and explore. Right. Beyond I, your faith. Right. You may, you may learn something. That's what I'm saying. I feel like the more <laughs> confident that you are about your beliefs, then the less shaken you'll be. Exactly. You know what I mean? And yep. so you got to, you got to, iron yeah. sharpens iron. Sharpen hit your dog, what we said last time about hit the saints, a hit dog will holler. I feel yeah. like looking back, part of what ruffled my feathers so much was that people were, people were holding up a mirror to me, yeah. showing me that I was uncertain of some things. Yeah. And too. there was a part of me that suspected that what they were saying was not true right yeah. i mean there was i mean yes no i know what you mean yeah but there was a part of me that suspected that what they were saying was true right that you know that 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 my faith was fallible mm-hmm. that my foundation was not entirely solid right. and I, I knew that i was filling in some of the gaps with blind belief yeah. yeah it's scary i mean i remember moments when someone would clearly point out and this is when we were like in the text <laughs> yeah you know like a clear contradiction or something clearly, just didn't and make you would sense. argue it with and, all your right, exactly and but somehow my mind would just just justify I'm like well there. look you know, it is what it is. Where I'm still going to believe what I believe. And, and my dad used right. to say this thing, and right. I, I used to argue with that's my dad. All this. My dad would be like, but it's a mystery. Right. I'm like, you know, that's, after a while, that's, that's just not, an not, it's not, not good enough going, for me. That's not good enough Every, every time you eventually, every time I would get into a debate with a Christian, especially once I started leaving 
the like the following yeah. the strict doctrine. Yeah. It would always come down to presenting to them something factual. Right. And them going, Well, I'm just gonna believe it then and we'll see who's right. Yeah. Right. And I was like, Oh, well, right. okay. And they would be like, well, you know, I just but I just believe because it, it I just feel in my heart. Okay, but at the end of the day they would have to just acknowledge that yeah. at the end of the day you're just you're just making a decision to believe this no matter what. Yeah. Right. So you're literally saying, no matter what's presented to me, right. no matter what facts, right. no matter what evidence, I'm just going to choose to believe this just because I'm going to believe it. Right. No matter what. Mm. And that's if that's how you want to live your life, like my brother Marcus says, there's nothing you could do with people like that. There is, and and if you want to live that way, then live it over there. Right. Like, don't try to push it on me. <laughs> right. You know Michael, what I mean? Like, come uh, on, get up out of my face, then. That, that just made me hard a little bit. Like, that, you know what? That that was like live how you want to live, then. You I, know what I, mean? but, I that's yeah, when we need we need we got to do this on video because Michael, right. you did that. If you if you're gonna live that way, then live it over there. Yeah, right. That needs to be on a fucking t-shirt. It sure yes. does. That was said. I wish mm. see. And guys, we've heard your comments. Um, and we the know that lie. some of you are like, when are you guys gonna have the video portions? When are you gonna have guys gonna have the guests? Right. Yes. I know I'm switching gears do abruptly. We are. We've been. We've been talking. We're, we're trying to work it out. We all three have a lot going on in our lives. Yes. Yeah. And we have the move that y'all know about. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, we're trying to. All of us that. are like, are making the grand exodus to, yeah. to Atlanta. <laughs> right. It's a. It's, it's a, a lot, lot going on. Because you can't just up and like we have stuff we got to get straight here. Exactly. No pun intended. Um, right. <laughs> so pause. Say no. that. Um, <laughs> right, right, right. And so we're trying to get our we're trying to get our lives together. And at, in the midst of all this, we have photo shoots and video shoots and recording yeah. sessions and mm-hmm. and good things that are happening that hopefully right. you will see soon. Exactly. Finishing up the EP. Um, that's so close. And I know you guys right. have been hearing us say this, but it's, it's just coming. we we're doing a lot and we have lives. And so I'm saying yeah. not your own individual stuff going on. Right. So, yeah. yeah. And that's that's what I'm like. We yeah. all have our own individual. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, it's 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 tough. It's part of why groups break up, I think. But we've been we've, we've been, been doing a good job. Hanging in there. Yeah, we're doing that. We're doing it. It's it's tough. But I think the good thing for us is that it's not like we came together just for this. Like we just friends anyway. Exactly. Right. So it's more I think organic. It makes it a lot easier. It definitely. Even the move to Atlanta is very organic. We didn't all come together and decide to move to Atlanta. Right. Right. One by it, one, it, it just, just kind of happened, happened that way. Funny, <laughs> right. Right. Is, and right. that that kind of stuff makes me feel like it's divine intervention. Exactly. Ironically, because I clearly applied to three different mm-hmm. colleges and that what was are, the one what that are the worked. odds you exactly. know and we didn't right. even know like nope. at the t- you know right. so it was just That's so awesome. so sometimes i do feel like somebody is kind of <laughs> dim is meant to be we're meant to be Oh, I feel like I didn't fully support that. It's been a long day. Yes, thank you for your questions. And again, yes. just to reiterate to the guy please. or girl, because yeah, we didn't say guy or girl, to the person who asked that question, they had a great spirit about themselves. Yes. You really did. They had a thank, great personality. So. Please don't mistake my passion, right. my general passion for, for like anger, anger against or something. you. Because yeah. right. yeah. it's just a general, it's a passion yeah. against, it's, it's, it's against the, the, the idea of all the stuff. Yeah. It's not... You are a okay in our book, and we appreciate yeah. your honesty. Yes. We're just pulling down yeah. strongholds. And, That's yeah, all. Let me stop. Let me, That's let me, all. Let me not play around that. But anyways, yeah. <laughs> tearing down the walls. All right, we're just tearing down the walls of hypocrisy and craziness. <laughs> nah, but we appreciate y'all's comments, mm-hmm. y'all's reviews. Yeah. Um, continued questions. Keep asking us questions and stuff. So yeah, please give us a five star rating on iTunes. Yes. If you don't hate us after this one, yeah. Right. Um, it does. It does affect. It does. Um, it does affect opportunities for us. It does affect other people finding out about us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the opportunities we have now are because of um, your ratings and you guys sharing it and, right. and our music being featured on shows and, yeah. and stuff like that. So 
word of mouth is a powerful thing. It Sharing sure with your friends is a powerful social thing. Media age, yeah. yeah, social media likes and stars for us. Share. It's yeah. not just like some kind of ego thing. It really affects our visibility and opportunities for it does. us. So and for us to you. provide more content for you. So yes. um please make some time to go check do it that. out. Yeah. Thank you, you guys. Yeah. But I'm done. And we'll see y'all next time. Next time. It's yes. Coming on uh, <laughs> next, <laughs> see y'all time. next time. Gadget. <laughs> next time. All right, y'all. Peace. <laughs>